podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True Green today so let's say you're into yoga or pilates or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me either way you know being flexible is key to doing what you love that's why smoothie king created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies plus type 2 collagen make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health so try this stretch and flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale order online today for pickup or delivery Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, King of the King, it's Dominic the Donkey. King of the King, the Italian Christmas Donkey. La 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 Okay, so welcome along to the podcast. This is, of course, is the Day Trippers, and it is brought to you in association with Redsbet, and Redsbet is a gambling site, and it's kind of made for fans, where they share all half the net profits with um, good causes, so no matter what, the fans end up a winner. Um, so support them and gamble responsibly, as they say. Um, we're in here, we're drinking champagne. If anyone has been on the Periscope can see we've been drinking champagne, celebrating the fact that Liverpool are the champions of 2018. That goes along with our 2014 Champions Trophy, or was it 2014? It was one of the um, And also along with 2008 Champions Trophy, and we were also champions in 1997. Right. We haven't won the league since 1989-90, but we have won the Champions of the Year are trophy. These the, are these the Christmas table toppers to have never won the league? We um, have we have done that on three yeah. occasions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Twice so far, but we did it. All, we we did it. We, the before, only ones. No, before the, in premier, the last ten years. In the last yeah, ten before years, Chelsea yeah. invented the Premiership. Yeah, yeah. We did it in the old times when it wasn't the Premiership as well. Okay. Yeah. So. None of you want any more of that, do you? No, no. I'm going to go with the girls. All right, you walk away. Um, joining me tonight. Well, joining me today. Joining me whenever because I don't know when I'm going to edit this, but it'll be out this evening at some stage. Um, is of course. Be out before the new year. Before we aren't the champions of 2018 anymore. It's Ray Dickinson. It's Gary Brain. It's Steve Brown. And Stephen Daly has just popped out to drop champagne up to the girls because we're finished drinking champagne and celebrating our title win. Our focus is on the next game, as they say, live. Um, right. Where was I? Just talk about Saturday. The so Saturday. Saturday, the game gone. Before we walk okay. to the next game, the game gone. The Newcastle match. Ray, biggest yep. takeaways from the Newcastle game. Um, little bit surprised we didn't rotate a bit more than we did. Mm-hmm. Um, thought we might have seen either Lalana or a Sturridge mm. um, appearance. Um, I think there's a bit of speculation that Moreno might play. Um, I'm personally happy whenever we don't see Moreno on the pitch, so I'm less bothered about that. But I don't know. I mean, he has to go, because he has to kind of go all in now, uh, Arsenal and, and City. I, I just thought that was a little bit surprising. But um, And I was also a little bit surprised, ultimately, that we won 4-0, to be honest with you. I mm-hmm. thought Newcastle would have been a bit of a stern test than they were. But, like, 
apart from the occasional breakaway, they offered very little. I mean, they're so limited. Um, you know, I heard, I listened to the the cop table preview podcast with the Newcastle fan on there, mm-hmm. and um, like he was so pessimistic about you know what 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 they could offer coming to Anfield, and he was proven right. So, I mean, we get. We get three points to move on, and then obviously the city um, thing is just an absolute bonus, isn't it? The thing with the Newcastle game was, I think Rafa obviously highlighted which games he thinks he can get points yeah. from over the Christmas period, and nearly wrote our game off yesterday. Didn't play Rondon, who's been in decent form for them. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know how a lot about Newcastle, to be perfectly honest, but they just they seem he seemed to make so many changes that it was a case of going right, lads. We know we're going to get B here. Let's try and keep it down. It's all about goal difference down at the bottom at the moment. Whereas yeah. Newcastle's goal difference is a hell of a lot better than the teams around them. Um, so and it consistently more, is as well because Rafa plays them like that that they don't get absolutely smashed to pieces yeah. normally. And, and that, I think last season they come, they end up finishing two. tenth or whatever. Is it? We beat them two 0 Yeah, they finished tenth, but they finished tenth off the back of a strong goal difference. I think it's a zero goal difference. Yeah, right? yeah. They, they would have yeah. they they gained three or four places just off the goal difference. Yeah. So Rafa's Rafa knows that score, doesn't he? Yeah. First fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. They weren't bad though, in fairness. They offered Even when we went one nil up, they were still, you know, they were getting men behind the ball. It was, it was when we got the penalty. Their yeah. heads dropped. I think yeah. we just dropped. they became more open. They weren't expansive. They just became more open. It's what we do to teams, okay? It's we just wear teams down. We just keep yeah. pressure on them. We keep turning the screw, turning the screw. Jamel LaSalle's kicking a ball out for a goal kick to get a break yesterday after twenty five mm-hmm. minutes was just. The moment that you kind of went right, we have these now. They just wanted me failed yesterday. Were impeccable. Yeah, the them were but it was just the pressure. It's just teams. It doesn't matter who we're playing against. Beat Newcastle, Wolves, you know, teams look up and there's no options, so they're just lumping it long. Mm-hmm. And it's like at one stage yesterday, Lovren was our deepest man, and he was ten yards inside the Newcastle half. Mm-hmm. And it's the goal, the goalkeeper allows you play that line. Van Dijk allows you play that line, and it's just boxing teams in where they literally have no other option. It's either we're going to lump it long so Alisson clears it up mm. or we have to kick it out of play. Mm. It's impressive the way we've, we've progressed on to being able to break down sides who just literally come and park a bus. We really struggled with that at, at times last year and even at the start of this season. And now it's a case of that we can, we can basically, if you come and park the bus, doesn't matter. We've got so many different ways and we've got so many means and we can change things from the bench as well so that your tactic, even though you might have worked out one way to play against us and stop us from, from, from doing <coughs> something, we've got something else that we can throw at you which will break you down ultimately they were consistent they consistently you know had 11 men in mm. their you know in their half and but we were st- we were still managing to create so many yeah. chances mm. even in that situation but the likes with the Lions were saying with Lovren being so far forward as our deepest man yeah. that players are then picking the ball up like Jordan Henderson yesterday was absolutely brilliant because he's picking the ball up 15 yards 20 yards higher than he usually would and he's driving at teams we've got lads now in the middle like Wijnaldum like Fabinho Henderson shown starting to show that he can do it as well we're making them make mistakes because we're committing them we're the likes of very little last season Chamberlain was doing it last season where he picked the ball up mm. and he'd drive at teams and he'd commit players whereas everyone seems to be doing it this season it's like an, an a re- prerequisite to play for us that you need to be able to take a man on and make them make an option or make a mistake sorry so you're given more options when you beat a man something else opens up it's just the level that we've gone up since Kiev and it was it's like Kiev was the watershed moment that the level we've gone up since then 
no matter who play, no matter who comes into the team, it's it's like night and day mm. from what we were like last season. If that was the watershed moment, surely from a defensive point of view, you know, the Spurs debacle for me had to be the, the watershed moment. Because it has improved immensely from that, immensely yeah, from that, yeah, from that yeah. moment, yeah. even before we bring the players in, there's a clear commitment there mm. to, to make sure that, okay, it's great as going forward, but we need to shore up this defence. Well, I think, I think though, the defensive side, Garrett, and, uh, you can see how important to the team the defensive side is now when the 94th minute yes they were defending a clean sheet at 4 it up mm. Alisson first of all makes an interception 25 yards outside his box the swarm of defenders to get back to make sure that while he's outside that there was enough bodies to prevent the clear strike and goal happening yeah. then he gets back in and makes the save, makes the save. And then heart was in my, I have to say heart was in my mouth there when he comes rushing out of his area if he gets a hand on it yeah. you know it's mixed time isn't it yeah. do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. and that thought went right through my head just in time for two big matches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Besiktas are sending Carrius back, so it'll be all right. <laughs> just, just one thing, I was looking there at the Serie A table. Like Juventus are kind of revered as the are revered as the as the most defensively sound team in probably Europe. Yeah. When you're looking at them, two four all yesterday. Yeah, two of the best, the whole schoolers in France. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. And, and you can't knock them for that. But you're looking at their league table. Played eighteen games rather than nineteen, and they have scored thirty six and conceded ten. Mm. And we played a game more than them, scored whatever seven goals more than them, and conceded three less. less. That shows how mean we. But it's, it's twelve. All so it's today. twelve. Yeah. It's twelve clean sheets, is it? Yeah, and we've conceded seven, seven goals. goals. So that means. In, so yeah, I was going to say we've only conceded one goal in them seven games, and we haven't conceded two in any game. The last time we conceded two goals in a game was April. April, wow, I, I didn't in even realise that league, until I was seeing outrageous. some of the stats this morning. I was thinking. I want to I I go back to your point on rotation. I'm a bit nervous about this, right? I don't think. I know this is going to sound wrong. I'm sure people disagree with me. But I think he's rotated well in the midfield. Yeah. But I think we should be employing a bit more rotation in, in the, the top three and the back four. Purely because I'm looking at it and, and Trent is, has been injured, come straight back in. Right? Yeah. I thought Klein played so well against you know that he deserved to have at least a game or two across the, the Christmas period. I mean, obviously, he doesn't fit into the plans. Right? But I think it was Klein himself said it was going to, adrenaline was going to get him through the United game. It was actually the clock came out and done an interview after the game where it was Klein himself said that adrenaline will get him through for 90 minutes. But you know yourself, you play 90 minutes, you're not going to be fit to play 90 minutes four days later. He's been out for 18 months. I, I think you're going to see bag. him in at right full against Arsenal. And I think that's why he came on yesterday and played 25, 30 yeah. minutes at left full. Because I think you're going to, you're going to actually see him. And he's, he's the perfect. Uh, in terms of people getting nervy about Moreno coming in as a replacement for Andy Robertson, I think in Klein we now have a full back. I think he's the best cover. backup for both sides. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's perfect yeah, for it. Yeah, he's perfect yeah, yeah. for it. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't worry me to see him in at left full against Arsenal no. or against City because he's so defensively sound. Yeah. Yeah, okay, listen, any player can make a fuck up, but if you're talking 99% of the time, he is defensively sound. So he's not giving you the same goal forward, but no, he is giving you the solidity his, his as a back. positional sense as, but as I, a fullback. See, they, 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 I have this argument about, about the Klein thing that while his final ball mightn't be as good as say Trent's or Robertson into the box right he gives you more going forward than Gomez does when he plays absolutely we need to knock Moreno, this in the head Gomez um, isn't a right forward yeah and Moreno anymore. might bomb on loads on the left 
But Klein is going. Klein gives you the same as Moreno does because while Moreno can get past players in the whole lot, again, his final his ball. The one thing that Moreno has killed Moreno all the time is his final delivery is consistently bad and doesn't create the chances he should when he gets into the areas that he and does. It's properly showing up when yeah. Robertson's playing yeah. there, isn't it? You and he does create I mean? the opportunities. Yeah. So that, yeah. to me, I look at Klein. I'm saying, you know, people mark down his attacking ability because we've had two. We have. We now have two fullbacks who are incredibly strong attackers. Yeah. But when he came into the club at first, he was offering a lot to us in terms of the width that he was creating when he, yeah. when he bombed on down the flanks. Yeah. And he was very good. He is very good. He did, you showed against United. He's very good at being able to get down and create that space and create the overlaps and take defenders away and take players away to create space for Salah to operate. I, I actually thought his final ball in the uh, sorry, his, his final ball in the final third against United was was probably the best I've seen it in a while. Yeah, was, you know, it really yeah, was. He was getting to places and, and he was he was putting dangerous balls into the box. So I, I think him being back could actually be a massive, massive help to us over this period. I also think Klopp is probably thinking to himself, there's a fear of burnout, but if I can get through Arsenal and City, I can give them a bit of a rest then. Yeah. We have a few games whereby I can rotate things up. Because we, we, it's a six-pointer against City. Mm. So yeah. you win that and all of a sudden it's a free hit your next game. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about Klein again, I think we, look, we compare Klein to Trent and Trent's range of passing is absolutely outrageous for a 19-year-old young lad that's playing right back in the Premier League. Some of the past, the past was the past he played yesterday. It was a crossfield ball from line to line to Robertson's toe and it didn't move. Just, Arrowed straight through. Like his his range of passing is ridiculous, and it's going to be to that. Well, hmm? that was a miskick. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the balls that like it's probably unfair to compare Klein to Trent in that aspect of the game. But defensively, I think Klein is obviously a more experienced and a better defensive right back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as you said, he's giving you the option going forward. He might not give you that final ball, but he's giving you the run that's going to take a man away from Salah, that's going to take two men away to give a space for Salah to play on that mm. little half turn as well. Like yeah, lads, Klein, Klein hasn't had that front, that attacking force to... He hasn't played with them, yeah. To, to assist with all the time, obviously he's not, been out injured. Not since Sturridge, Sterling and Suarez was there. Yeah, yeah but then, the back, but then 13, 14, what he was playing within, the back four and the goalkeeper that he was playing within was a lot so of So we haven't really seen it, obviously, because he's been injured for a long time. I want to, again, it wasn't just the back form Tottenham, the front three, right? It's great that the Firmino, Salah and Mane are finding form again, but we're one Salah injury away from a hole in that team. Now, but but, but, every, but like, at the end of the day, everyone is, aren't they? I know, I know, I know, Spurs I know. are a high cane injury away yeah. from being nowhere near as effective. We've already seen like Aguero go missing for a few games and a disruption that's but caused City. I want, I want but only get away. It's Fernandinho that's gone missing. Well, hang on, hang on a second. I, I, want, well, I, want to, I wanted to sort of move that debate because Park Salah, right? Because everyone, yeah. everyone focuses on Salah, right? The one player that doesn't seem to ever get rotated out is Mane. Mane. Yeah. And at the same time, he's the one that seems to drift in and out of form. So, like, he's doing lots. Game to game, within game. It's has been yeah. <laughs> I, I, I tweeted there recently, and I got a bit of love for it, but he reminds me so much of Fastino Espria, where he doesn't know what he's going to do with the ball. Mm-hmm. His legs are far longer than his body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. If you look at it, it is. He's got massive long legs, right? If Mane hits form over a run of six to eight games, we're going to start He's going to back 10, 15 goals. We're going to start blitzing teams. We really are, because his chances... 
that he's wasting um, throughout throughout the month of December really has been <coughs> must has have been, been three or four years phenomenal. Then. I mean, obviously the Champions League game was the, the most obvious game, one, yeah. yeah, where we could have been out of sight. Only hundred nil, we could have been. It was crazy. Just I mean, we just kept missing, missing, missing chance after chance. But um, well, saying that Shakiri, I didn't think he get as many goals as he has. Right, statistically, and sorry for coming off, is a goal every 80 minutes. Oh, no, yeah. Which this, is uh, absolutely outrageous. Is this Shakiri now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, a comparison with him and Coutinho, weren't they on the site yesterday? Oh, well, like, uh, well, like that's right, why not? Like, why not? Gun. And then you get people going, well, Phil, I don't know. Coutinho didn't play up front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well technically, Shakiri's not really playing up front either. He's not, no. It's not just his finishing, like, some of his little moves and balls through, and, like, he just. He's contributing so much right now, and he's just a perfect. Um, he's kind of the. He's not. He's not necessarily first choice, but he's kind of one B, isn't he? You know what I mean? He, yeah, he's he's first choice in some games. Yeah. You can see this is a Shakiri game. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can see this yeah. is when he brings Shakiri in, or if he's on the bench, you go now he's going to bring Shakiri in because he's going to change the thing. And you can see there, there's a certain pattern of play that we play when he's in there that Klopp either wants to keep and say right, if I really need to change things up, I'll send him in. Yeah, it's it's, it's so obviously four two one three yeah. when Shakiri yeah. plays. Like Shakiri has this space between whoever may be the two sitters. And he plays off Firmino and or Salah, whoever it may be, and it's he literally has all this space to himself. Yeah, there's not much responsibility on him. It's it's like they've it's another way of adapting to the players that we have that we're mm-hmm. giving him that option of saying right, well, we're going to create this game or this situation for you to play in. Yeah, whatever, whatever side the, the ball pops up on, he is always always ninety nine percent. Ready to take, take yeah. it off. It doesn't matter where he yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Always, he's, he's always, always. The amount of times that he manages to get that ball, you know, through a straight pass yeah. or just intercepting a pass or whatever, and he immediately, it, it can be a little flick, a through ball, whatever, he immediately just flips that. Yeah. On its and there head. can be three or four uh, uh, of your opposition players in that area against two of us and he takes them out of the game straight yeah, away he's so much more intelligent than I ever thought he was I thought mm. he was a mercurial player when he was with South I thought he, he might get you four or five goals a season he might do bits but his work rate and his intelligence are just I, I think also as well isn't it it's coming out now that you know I think he did an interview didn't he recently when he, when he come on and stuff like He's one of these players who sits there and watches the game yeah, and yeah, studies yeah, yeah. the game and analyzes so that going when he's ready to come on, he's, he's already pinpointed the annoyed game, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 the United but game. Yeah. I, I said to you, you know this from years ago when we started this, right? When we were, me, you were calling for Shakiri. Yeah, the, the sign five years ago. So now, you go back and listen to the first couple of episodes with me and Phil, we're actually genuinely calling for us to sign, to sign Shakiri at the time. But when we signed him, I said, I, I wanted. Where I did wanted, he go at that point then? Boy, Munich. Boy, Munich. Okay. I wanted I, when we signed him. I was like, I wanted to sign Shakiri when he went to Bayern Munich because the type of player he's shown to us, which is brilliant, yeah. was the type of player he was at Basel, right? Yeah. And that that is the whole thing. That he that player hasn't been seen since he left Basel. It hasn't no, been seen at all. There was flashes at, at Bayern Munich, but they sold him. There was flashes of at, at Inter Milan. They got rid of him as well. Mm. And then he went to Stoke, and he was in and out. Yes. And, he, and he was Stoke a Roy Ringer as well. Stoke, 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 Stoke Roy yeah, all the time. Exactly. And yeah. he's come to us, and the. And and it's credit to to Klopp's coach and it's credit to the whole coaching staff there. They've managed to refine that form that he had when he was at Basel and play the way he played when he was at Basel because like that he becomes. You know, sometimes you say a team has to. You have to build a team around a certain player. Now there's mm-hmm. no player outside of potentially Salah that you'd build our side around. But what Klopp has done really well is that when a player comes on, 
but the fulcrum of the team or the focus of the team can quickly switch to the player that's just come on to allow them to perform what he wants mm. them to do. Mm. And I was a big critic of Klopp's substitutions in the past, but this year it's been different gravy in terms of what it was. In fact, I think Buvac was holding Klopp back. Klopp has stepped up Cops have stepped up beyond belief. In fact, Pep and Linders Pepe. has just made a, a yeah, mockery Pepe, of, of Pep and Linders. Yeah, Pep and Linders. <laughs> <laughs> Shakiri, he doesn't start against City. Does not no. start against City. I don't no, even know. I would start him against Arsenal because I think it's the, the kind of game where yeah, he could get him, so much joy. Yeah. He could he could take <clears throat> occupy Terreira, who's been excellent for them. He's suspended, he's suspended though. Did he get booked? Did he get booked? Right oh, I think he got booked right yeah. at the end. I went on there. I don't think he did. This is the thing. Well, Gary, you're, 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 when you're not wearing your son's jersey, you you do a bit of coaching, right? <laughs> 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 Given that you don't think when you've got that jersey. <laughs> 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 no, I didn't think he was. No, he wasn't booked. Well, they see they 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 employed the we don't get bookings. Bonus this year, so yeah, yeah they, wow. they aren't getting any bookings. Made a big difference. Has made a big uh, difference. But come here to me. I want to ask you. Talk about the security thing. Talk about the way we play, and even going. On, you can take it into the Salah bit as well. With did he dive or not dive? But from you, this tactical piece that that that, that Klopp has shown without Bilvac, um is it like is, is it the next phase of the progression of this side? So one sided last year, wasn't it? Mm. With, with, with we always knew he's going to play a certain way, but now this year we've played about four or five different formations with midfielders, with one sitting, with two sitting. The two sitting has been huge for us this year, um, allowing the lad to full backs to go on. But I know we spoke about Trent there a few minutes ago. I don't actually think he's been great this season mm-hmm. compared to his form last season. Um, but obviously Robbo being, being marvellous, but having the two in there and either Henderson or Fabinho to, to drift, and Genie seems to be the one holding all the time just drift left and right and, and cover anything coming down them wings has been has been amazing but was Bubac holding things back a bit and the brain um, <laughs> or the not so brain now um, where is that I brain? I don't, I don't think Bubac was I know we're messing and whatever I don't think Bubac was holding anything back I just think that it's a natural I suppose progression of the players uh, you, it you could know. be a Dutch thing as well though with, with Linders being given more control you know the Dutch do tend to Play around with formations a bit. In, in fairness, and if you look at, at Genie, the way he's playing, it right. also helps when you've got when you them and Van Dijk there and they're Dutch. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it could be that you know it could be that Klopp and Bubac had such a strong relationship that you you hear about them having had their rows and whatever else. But as mates, you tend to fall into a, a pattern with your mates. Yeah, and you you act a certain almost. way. Yeah, yeah, you act a certain way. And I'm not saying that there was anything negative about what mm. they had because they clearly had a great relationship up to that yeah. point. What I'm saying is, Linders comes in in a position of responsibility now and a position of trust and brings fresh ideas with him. I know I'm completely surmising yeah. this might not be what happened, but if that's what's happened, Klopp now is in a position where he ha- he's, he's, his mind is open to new ideas, new approaches. Mm-hmm. And, and Linders has gone away to a club, managed himself. You know, he's not just a coach. He, he understands what Klopp has to oh, deal Klopp's with. On yeah, the same dynamics. That yeah, didn't far, know yeah. Noticeable yeah. That in mm. recent times, before, before substitutions made, before there is a tactical switch, it's Linders and Klopp. <laughs> Now standing talking rather than Klopp just doing it on his own exactly. and then explaining to whoever it was previously, Buvac and whoever else. But it's actually it's like a Cornelius Cromcar. Yeah, like a brain trust. No, it's literally that he's taking on ideas. That it's not just a case of going, I'm doing it my way. That's it. 
it looks as though Linders has a lot more input than others. I'll, I'll, I'll flip it a bit and say the one thing that Ferguson did so brilliantly over his 20 years as United manager was continue change his backroom staff. Yeah, he revolutionised yeah. yeah. what was going on. Coach. Otherwise, yeah. he would have gone the same way as every other manager yeah. who eventually became just oh, outdated. And yeah, the methods yeah. changed. Like you look at everything that went on, he was continually changing who his number two was, and they were de- dealing with the coaching essentially. And yeah. what, what Klopp has done is he's gotten rid of. Well, we don't know whether your man said right that was finished or whatever it was. Whatever it was, right? The outcome is that. He's now got somebody else in who's bringing brand new, fresh ideas. That's probably that's slightly next level on from what mm. Buvac was there because him and Klopp came through around the same time. And if you look at Klopp's record up on as his British Dortmund manager with Pep, he wasn't able to get the better of Pep in any way, shape, or form. Since he's been in the Premier League, he's had his number, mm. and particularly was with Pep and Linders there and being in, in, in like being influential in the coaching side. It's just become evolved, and that to me, I think that's the, the the biggest credit to a manager who wants to stay on top of the game, who wants yeah. to evolve, is to be to recognise when you do need to change things and when you do need to bring the right people in. Because, you know, Rogers tried to do it; he brought in Uncle Jack and he brought in Bobby Toms and, and all these type of lads yeah. who were even older than 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 I don't know. Remember, whenever your man came here, what was his name? Brian O'Driscoll or something. Uh, Sean O'Driscoll. Sean O'Driscoll. Brian O'Brien. Uh, played a lot of rugby. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so like, it brought, it brought those lads in. I'll bring in Gary McAllister because he's done well with the coaching and bring all these lads in. And it just, it just seemed mad. Stab in the dark, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I suppose to you, the mad thing about um, managers and coaches, it always amazes me when like a manager fails at a club get sacked mm-hmm. and then they get another job and they bring the same gang of you know cast of characters with them it kind of is a job for your mates isn't yeah, it yeah and lo and behold same shit happens two years later the sack happens <laughs> and then they rock up somewhere else they're absolutely baffled at how they all got the fucking job <laughs> again <laughs> come on lads we'll we'll we'll, we'll succeed this uh, time it'll work this time boys <laughs> we were just misunderstood yeah. <laughs> imagine the board meeting there like when do you know who you think what, what about Alan Pardew or Steve Bruce they'd yeah. be a good yeah. but, but only if they can bring all of their backroom team with them <laughs> who failed but this is what happens ago. isn't it this, this, this happens a lot that a manager comes in and says I'll only take the job if I can bring my boys my lads with me yeah they understand and, and it probably is yet again uh, it's a fault to, to to a point for managers because they don't realize that maybe working with new ideas and working with different people around them you know you yeah. you take in in a normal in any employment situation yeah. you come in and you manage a new team yeah and you look at the skills you assess that team and then you pick one or two or three areas maybe the same way a manager comes in and looks at his playing staff he doesn't go, I want to bring all the players I had at the last club. No. Well, it depends on which, which manager yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, true. Big Sam like to bring all the same players <laughs> you had at the last club. JJ, club. I know you're 52, <laughs> son, but uh, you can still do a job for me. Um, <laughs> but I'm not English. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but yeah, like that, I think, I think there is an element of that, Ray. I think it's right? a trust thing, though, that they, you know, they know that the lad behind them, you know, you know I think it's jo- an incident. Your own job as well, like, you, you know the guy behind you, you know him well, so you know he's not going to try and shaft you. Yeah, it's, it probably is an you element that... You bring in a young coach mm-hmm. who's diverse, who's, who's, who's going to be able to 
you know, be expansive, you're going, oh shit, oh, what, I better watch my back here. But that, you know what, that, that what you do to like managers yeah, employ, yeah, yeah, but, 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 but Gary, that comes down to the type of manager you are. So a lot of, and, and this happens in regular business, you've got managers who are, don't outshine me, yeah. bring me your ideas and I'll deliver I'll them. them. Yeah. And you've got other managers who believe in hiring people that are only better than them. Yeah. You surround yourself with people who are actually better than better you him. and you'll have a better team. Yeah. And yeah. you have to trust yourself and, and that comes down to a level of, 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 self-respect and self-worth and and believing in your own capabilities so whether it's football or whatever it is so taking that on then right do we believe that the managerial team are the right well have the capabilities to push this on because there's 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 a very different pressure now that's going to come on this side yeah to what was there before where the the hunters aren't we we are now the hunters and the pressure is on us Right, like yeah. it's never been before. We have a six-point lead going in at the turn. Right? Think, if, if, if 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 just hang on a sec, if we get through Arsenal and City, right, unbeaten and potentially pick up four points across those two games, yeah, we're definitely walking in with a six-point lead mm. in into the into the second half of the fixtures. Well, maybe four because well, I think Spurs win two games. I don't know, but yeah. I, I, but what I'm saying is, we're still going in with a, with a relatively Healthy. big lead in what is a top six team. Yeah, for us to lose this position will mean some type of implosion at some point so this is a brand new mentality that's needed in these players to to be fearless as opposed to fearful Mm. i think uh, with regards to that i think that there was a target set by city last season city went and done 100 points which seems to be you want to win this league you have to get as close to 100 points as possible I think that has been the target from day one i think that will remain the target so whether we come sure whether we hit 100 whether we hit 90, whatever it may be, the goal is as close to 100 points as possible. I don't think it matters if we're first, if we're third, wherever we may be, we're working towards that because that's what the standards that City set last season. The City seem to be falling short of their own standards. So we're the ones that are now going to be the us and Spurs maybe are the only two that seem to be striving to get that 100 point. Break the, if you can break 95 point barrier, between 95 and 100, you guarantee you'll win the league. I think that's the target. I think that's the target the Klopp set out. Well, it will be season. now. <laughs> it will be now. Well, can I tell you something? Spurs can't break 100 points. If they, they win every game They can't now. even get to 100 points. If they win every game. Because they've only got 19 games left. Okay. And they're less than... But the target is it's close to 100 points. I know. Yeah, that 95 to 100. We'll guarantee it now, I'd say. Mm. It will, so, it will. Because City, City are on course for an 88-point season. Yeah. So and so we're on, stands, for we're on 102. There, Spurs are on yeah. for 90, and City uh, City are on for 88. I think two things have happened. I think there's an element of City have lost that invincibility yeah. element. The so cloak of invincibility. The cloak of invincibility. The size of notes that you can go at them that you don't have to sit back and. Take and I think Leon are probably Leon the team that have a lot yeah. to show for that, yeah. and a certain yeah. Nabil Fekker. He's going to Chelsea. Listen, you know what? Actually, I, I've, I've been banging the, the Fecker drum, whatever else. I don't give a shite anymore. I don't, I don't care. I'll come to that. Yeah, I know yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. yeah. talk about transfers in the world. But what I would say to you is um, we're, we're in a situation now where City have lost that element of in, invincibility. So the, and, and, and the lower teams are finding their level of comfort now. They're finding an element whereby they're, they're, they're settled in the league. They're halfway through the season now. Some of them know whether they're in a dogfight. We, we forget, with four or five weeks to go, 
mental mental results happen. Mm. It just there's there's no way around it. So if we can get through this, if we're at twenty one games with I, I think I think we can go. I, I genuinely think this team can go and beat Arsenal and beat City over the next game. I think we can go to oh, the so, Eddie Had isn't it, some sort of fortress. No, it's not no. is. we showed last season in Champions League where we it's went to one three one. It's not yeah. people are talking about going to City. Going <coughs> to City isn't a big thing for it's us. Not. I don't and think there's much difference between us playing them at Anfield or playing them at um, the Etihad. No, there's no doubting they're a quality side and they have quality right the way through their squad. But what I'm saying is the thoughts of going to their ground is not an intimidating. It's, it's far it's more like difficult. going to Old Trafford. I was just going to say, it's far more mm, difficult yeah. still at this point, even if, if mm. Mourinho was still in charge or Solskjaer is in charge, whoever, going to Old Trafford and getting a result against fucking 70 odd thousand Man United fans. Who, yeah, compared to City, who had this false rivalry. Yeah. I think what we're seeing now is a mentality in this Liverpool team that's. Ne- I, I've never seen it before. Under Benitez, he had a way of breeding a winning mentality, but not like this. Klopp, and he used the term himself, tunnel vision. And you can yeah. see it in players' interviews. I watched Lovren's interview after the game yesterday, and it was superb. It really was. It was he got a lot of abuse a week ago. He did it <laughs> yesterday, and, and all he was talking about was focusing on us. We're not focused on anyone no, else. But this is what I was saying about the points total being the target, rather than chasing down City or making sure we're better than City or whoever it might be it's a target that we've set and that's what we're working towards nothing else and that's where the tunnel vision thing comes yeah. into it Steve you were right Spurs can get 102 points if they win every game can they yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We, we now have <laughs> we now have Klopp's Klopp. Klopp. you work for around the table yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Phil you work in finance don't you <laughs> The fact is, sports can't get 100 points. No, we can get 102. 102. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. No, but I do. I was factually it. correct. They, they could draw one match and get 100 yeah. points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Not a about it. Uh. No, not going to happen. Did you know, I don't remember a bit that we're talking about where sports don't draw matches. Well, here's mm. the other thing there's no way they're beating us again. So Who? they can't. Sports. We're taking three uh, points uh, off them. Do you know what, last Shut season, last season <laughs> to be, no, on a serious note, last season, uh, you know, it was one of the games that I did get to, and I have to say, that particularly in the second half, oh, it was outrageous. they, were, was they were by far the best that I've seen come to Anfield yeah. for a number of years. And Spurs were absolutely unbelievable. Too all, yeah, when, yeah, all, all, so the when I left, when I left before, yeah. You didn't. I did, You're yeah. a fucking <laughs> <prick>. <laughs> <laughs> With Salah scored. Yeah, pre- you don't deserve those tickets. And, and you don't, because I'll tell you why. That <laughs> I Salah, one, one. That Salah, yeah, the, the Salah goal that should have won the game was, was the greatest goal of all time. I missed it. Yeah. Appeal oh. for a penalty. I'm delighted. Appeal for a penalty. Sat fucking lorries down and chipped yeah. it into the back chipped of the all oh, within split oh, seconds. Smashing his glasses. Come on, we got off before the traffic. I had a flight. I had a flight. Yeah, yeah. I had a load of one or four million tra- day trippers yeah. in that stadium. Not singing. <laughs> and I'd say that seven minutes made all the difference. Yeah. Nobody had fucking made it or not. But genuinely, the question is now. Can we go unbeaten? Can, no, well, it was, being realistic about it, I, I don't give a shit about unbeaten. When I heard I people talk about it a month ago, I thought, no chance. Like, there's no point in even debating, you know. I heard, not to drop our sponsor's name into it, I heard, like, Red's bet odds being discussed, and the, it was just... It, Excellent work, Ray. It was just... I know, we've looked at them as seemed, well. It, it, it seemed ridiculous at the time, a month ago, you know. I think they were offering them what about thirty three to one something like that. Start of season was thirty threes. Okay, it went down to sixteen at one point. I'm not sure what it is now, but we were 
I think we're nearly all done to go the un- go the season unbeaten at home. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. That's understandable. Yeah. We've only we've only got Spurs to come. Yeah. Spurs and, and Arsenal. And Arsenal. Arsenal the weekend, yeah. But once the city game was out of the way, the odds dropped massively. Yeah, like. yeah. But it's it's the big question is now: Do we have the mentality within the squad? To go on and win the league. I don't give a fuck about unbeaten, right? Listen, no, but I can go look, I've, I've, to win I've, the league I've, now. Do we have it? I've waited, right? Yeah. I, I've waited since 1990 to see yeah. a Liverpool team win the league, right? I still, and I've said this, I've openly said it, I genuinely don't believe, if we don't win the league this year, I don't think we will ever win the league again. <laughs> we will, we will, of course we will. <laughs> no, right. I think 13-14 was... We I mean, th- even if we don't win the league this season, surely uh, by whatever means we don't win it. I mean, surely we're still like this... this There's an excellent chance next season. Exactly. We've been saying this, I've been saying this since 1990. Yeah, but Phil, Phil, in fairness, uh, since 1990, you've never had a, a board capable of backing the team Without the need to like, we we are at a position now, and even if even if we did have to sell players during the FSG tenure, we're not in a situation now where we need to sell players. So no. only if a player absolutely wants to get out. How many clubs are there that a player like you look at this group of players? Mane might fancy a change in mm. a year or two's time. Salah might fancy a change in a year or two's time. I absolutely back this this management team or or that whole structure to replace them, and if it's not replace them like for like I think you might bring in a Timo Werner rather than a Firmino and another wide mm. man that adds I get 40, you you know what I'm saying so I get you I get you but sometimes right and this is what gets missed all the time sometimes you have your moment yeah like Leicester yeah, yeah. and it even I look at Rafa right 0809 was his moment but the matter 14 was, 14 was the moment yeah, almost it was the moment and but I, but I don't think as much as as much as we're all sort of making some links back to 13, 14, and oh, not going back to the quarter. I'm going back to five minutes to go and only having to lose one at home, and still not winning the league. Right? Here's, here's, right? Take it in the corner! <laughs> here's my point about this current club. Not, not this team, not this structure, anything. We're not in a situation now whereby we're likely to regress next summer. Even if we don't, if, if for whatever reason we don't win the league this summer, we're not in a situation where we're likely to lose our best three players or we're best player or whatever and buy fucking Ricky <coughs> Lambert. We're not going to get picked apart like we no, did. No, no, no. But the mentality difference between now and 13, like this stage in 13 and 14, uh, this, at this stage in 13 14, we were nowhere. Mm. Yeah. We just had the whole game and it was yeah. the fucking biggest disaster ever. It wasn't until Villa in nearly February time. We were even kind of looked and went, right, we can kick on now. But that team had no right to be anywhere near the top of the league. Mm. If you look at the squad that was there and the starting 11 most weeks with Flanagan and Addy Sissoko playing fullback for fuck's sake. Like. Yeah. Mm. But it does show you that one team can come like a train. Yeah. Right. But I don't think that we have. We, I don't we haven't blown things away. So we don't like it. Coming like feel a train like a no, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about us. My concern is that. I'll go back to it's sports because they haven't been playing particularly well up to now, and they they seem to be starting to build ahead of steam. And I'll go back to we weren't we weren't even that close in 13 14. We weren't six points off the top going mm. in at the turn. No. We were back nine or ten yeah, points yeah, was, yeah, and we, we, we turned we made a huge made up a huge points differential to be sitting there top of the league with three games to oh, go. Jesus Christ, that fucking uh, do you know what I mean? And that's that's my mm. worry is that the, other, say, the other thing the other complete kind of uh, flying the ointment is they get into that new stadium as well. Yeah. What's that gonna that's do? That's not gonna to happen now. That won't happen at the end do of the Do you think do you think I don't know. I think that could be one of those things where if they're three, four points off come the end of March and the stadium is ready to go 
that's like a momentum. They've signed the lease for Wembley, I think, until the end of the season. So yeah, they have to stay there. Well, yeah, well, I think it's sure the Premier League right. rules that they can't move mid season or something along them lines. I know there was exceptions. I'm telling you, the Spurs aren't going to be there come the end of March, right? I'm looking at it here now. They have from the middle of Feb. They've got Dortmund. Mark that there. I'm gonna. Rec- yeah. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna you can continue. Say it all. <laughs> <laughs> the end. The end of March. In April. The yeah. end of March. I think Spurs are over. They've from the middle of Feb. They've Dortmund at home. They've Burnley. Burnley away. They've Chelsea away. They've Arsenal at home. They've got Dortmund away. Three hits. They've got Southampton away. They've got Crystal Palace uh, at home, and then they've us at Anfield. On the 30th of March, and that's when they're fucking. Yeah, everything's like that's when they're tight lens because they're yeah. ten points. Once we them. get off, once we get over uh, Arsenal City, we do have quite a nice run of games where it's not. We've got five decent games got, coming. And I expect games, us we to haven't got a run. In them. Yeah, we haven't got a run of big games, but it's going to happen. Yeah, there is going to be a wobble. Gone, At the yeah. moment, City are going through their wobble yeah. where they're missing Fernandinho, where they no, they're playing John Stones in centre midfield, and it's a fucking disaster. That's why they're dropping points yeah, at the moment. Half Best defender in England. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, but that's what's happening, England and we are going to have that wobble where we're going to lose a game and we might draw the next game. And you're just saying we're going to beat a few minutes ago. It could be fucking but, No, I asked the question, could we? <laughs> I asked the question, could we? We'll see. But we will have a... Oh, it might be a case that we might draw two games in a row. So so I think City have... So we're going to beat it again. But, but I, 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 think, I think City have a, a better quality squad than us, but a less balanced squad than us. The fact mm. that they're having to play Fabian Delph at left back mm. says a lot about it. The fact they're having to play yeah. John Stones, just because it's not that three, it's not that they've lost three. But does that central. seem mad to you? Fabian Delph is a midfielder playing a fullback. But they're going to play, but they're gonna have to play another. They're going to have to play Delph someone else there now because he got sent he off got at sent the end yesterday. So they're going to have to play some. One game red, I think. One game or two games. No, he's missing the Liverpool match. So they play your man Zinchenko, left full, the young lad. So we can just... Listen, he, he could come in. We haven't looked ahead to the match because uh, it's probably just all up in the air. Everything's all, yeah. Uh, like it's because it's of yesterday, it just seems all a bit mad. Yeah. There, is, there is an elation factor that's going on with this. Right? Course there is, yeah. And it's like, you look at Arsenal, everyone's thinking of the City match, right? But you look at Arsenal, and Arsenal gave us problems. They were uh, they looked fairly decent when we played them last, and this is going to be a tough game. Attacking wise, Arsenal are a very strong attacking unit. They're they very look, 13, also 13, 14. They look, it's they're they so They look mad defensively, yeah. right? But I will always go back to big games. Yeah, tend to focus minds a lot more than the smaller change, games yeah. where they're conceding goals yeah, yeah, because is, yeah. they, you know, they feel they can outscore the teams they're playing against. They can be more big, open and expansive yeah. as well. Whereas yeah. with this, they're going to look at us and they're going to say, well, we can't afford to give them chances. And straight away, that defensive mind becomes a lot more focused. Yeah. I think they're a mentally weak side. As they as they have been, and Emery can't fix that in Overnight. three months. No. Mm. He and I think he will fix it. Yeah. I think he'll bring in the right sort of characters, and I think he's already started that. But I think that the sort of side that when they're beaten, they're beaten. They're not. Yeah. They're not uh, at Anfield. I can't. Two nil open. They're finished. I could. Yeah, I could be you wrong. You would say and, so, wouldn't you? And people can can come back on Sunday and say you were talking shit, but mm. I think we get a couple of goals up on Saturday, and that's the end yeah. of them. They don't have that. They don't have that fighting character to come back. So they're an amazing side when it's going well. Look at the Southampton game. Look at the Brighton game last night. Yeah, Brighton game last well, night. You know what I mean? As soon as a team, and this is the difference yet again in this Liverpool side. We have the ability to physically match teams. We can bash teams. We can yeah. grind out mm. wins, and then we can fucking white teams away. Well, look like at their back four. See, Lockheadia, who hasn't even been great since he I came. I hope Koscielny starts. And oh, yeah, me and Mustafi at fucking centre half. Steiner, about 85. Yeah. yeah. He was brutal yesterday. They're, they're back for and even down to the keeper. The keeper's poor. keeper yesterday was, was at all over the place at the time yesterday. Mm. 
That's what we, you know, I, I, another, goals goals. another There's four. a few goals in this, I'm telling you. Three, goals. Yeah. Three points Saturday, and it puts us in for the City game where we can stroll into the City game. Yeah. 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 The and scenario tomorrow, on Saturday is that um, Spurs are playing first, yeah. so we'll know what, what they've done. Chances are they've won, but then we play, and then we can potentially put 10 points between ourselves and City. You know what was big for me yesterday with them? <laughs> they take off uh, Lacazette and they put on Ramsey. Yeah. You know, it's one all and you're going for a game and you bring on another midfielder pointing up. <laughs> These lads that, that is shocking. Yeah, you, you, it's 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 well listen, it's his approach and maybe like I said is carrying a knock or whatever it might yeah. be. Or he's preserving it. But I don't know. You fucking pony. <laughs> What's going on? Um. <laughs> You're meant to be the fucking host. <laughs> so realistically, Arsenal are not a great side. They're not a great. Like they're they're, they're attacking side. They're attacking so, side. Yeah. Uh, Bamiang and Lacazette are good. Ozil might turn up if he fancies it. Do they have a lot else? Real, I think realistically, do they? Like, is a very good football player. Say, Arsenal have conceded 25 goals in 19 games. I know, but lads, we, we, t- we, said, we said the exact same things the last time we played them, and it ended up being a tough fight. Yeah. It was our poorest game of the season. Our poorest, one of our poorest performances. Yeah. But even still, yeah. you know, Torreira played really well that yeah. day. They put it up to us. We struggled a wee bit, but we did find a bit of class where we needed to, to get the goals, to you know, to, to get to avoid having a defeat or whatever. But they will come, and they'll have a certain level of confidence that they were able to put their game plan on us and restrict mm. us from the way we wanted to play. I think only one of that midfield from yesterday starts, and I think you see Naby Keita and Fabinho in there, and I think it's a very, very different battle with Terreira well, if he's Fabinho got Keita game for us, wasn't it against Arsenal? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Oh, was yeah, yeah. I don't even know if he was awful, but just what we were expecting. It was like the pace was too much. Yeah, he yeah, seemed to keep going from them as and well. And he's well picked on massively yeah. since yeah. then. So I think you see Fabinho, I think you see Keita, and you see maybe Gini Wijnaldum or Henderson. I, I, I don't think Milner will come in with them too. No, and that is going to be rotation then for yeah, the City yeah, game. No, and that is going to be the last. I, I think it might be. The opposite way around. I think it might be a case that we rotate for the Arsenal game. So you think you might see Milner? You might see Milner, Genie and Henderson come in for the possibly, Arsenal. yeah, possibly. Um, it depends on depends on what way he wants cl- to go against City, right? Depends on the way he's looking at City yeah. and saying, right, do I want to play Fabinho, Keza, and oh, one of them, yeah. or do I want to play? Any of the three in the tree with the flicky, right? So, <laughs> and then they want to play security or not. And when he's trying to make the decision, that's what he has to For play. anybody who's wondering, yes, Phil has been on a crack pipe this morning. <laughs> <laughs> the, the big question is do what does blame? Pep and Linders think? That is the big question because he's the one calling the shots now. Bilbao is yeah, fucked off. Exactly. But does he play uh, Fabinho, Fabinho, Milner, Shakir? I want to open a coffee shop play? called Peppermint. Does... <laughs> <laughs> it, it all depends on what way Klopp looks at City. Does he go with, as I said, does he go with Fabinho, 
Kayla Shakiri against Arsenal, or does he go with Henderson for being I'm going to disagree with both of you because I think I think you're missing the point um. of how Jurgen Klopp is managing this side, this team, or this season. I think I think Klopp's actually genuinely managing game by game. I don't think yeah, the City yeah, game is yeah. in his mind. It's four days away. Any injuries could happen. He'll worry about One City on the Sunday. Time. Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> but he'll worry about City on Sunday. It, that's that's when he'll start to, to to focus on that. For now, he's going to put out his team based on what Arsenal can do or what they might do. Is Markovic still available? Yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. He's been training with the under seven. And Alana is available as well. Yes, uh, Alana. You could see Alana coming in for the Arsenal game. The, le- the lesser spotted Alana. I, 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 I've, I talked from the fella because he was playing really well but those injuries seem to have more or less ended him as a fourth team player um, right so last question lads just to wrap it all up you can sign one player I don't think we're going to sign anyone right but if you could sign we're not doing any predictions by the way there's no point okay everyone have forgotten at this stage they're not even listening to this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2-1 Liverpool 2-1 well, Liverpool we don't see that whole don't see that I think 3-1 3-1 are going 2-0 comfortable 2-0 easy 1-0 um, uh, okay. that's what I think the atmosphere will be electric Phil, by the way Phil, who half five game on Saturday it's going to be amazing one player right this yeah. is the question is one player one position to sign in the January transfer window to ensure that we win the league Lionel Messi <laughs> overrated <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Go me bollocks. <laughs> Played in one club. It's only won one league. Yeah. Um, no, shite. Yeah. Uh, can go he do it somewhere else? Yeah. Can oh. he do it in Burnley on a fort Friday night? No. He can do it in Stoke, but he can't do it in Burnley. Yeah, I've seen yeah. him do it in Stoke twice. Burnley's an interesting one, right? They, they've conceded. Last year they only conceded, was it 29 goals in the whole course of the year, right? This year they've conceded 41 goals in 19 games. Interestingly, they went and signed Joe Hart in the summer. <laughs> and, they can't can't see, and they can't see, and they can't see the, you know, the, the, you know, they had Nick Pope in goal last year, and everyone was talking about Nick Pope, but and he's they going both to fit now. Pope's 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 can't save anything to his left. Well, I thought well, the, the Borley, oh, the Borley Everton game. Joe Heaton. Central Heaton. Central Heaton. Joe Heaton. If you look at Joe Heaton, he's shooting to his left. He just can't get down. He's like Derek Zoolander. No, seriously, if I was born with a Borley now, I'd be trying to sign Mignolet in the transfer window. So my one signer I do. If Alison ever gets sent off, we never oh, have yeah. to worry about I'd rather see Camille Grabber play for us in goal. Who, who would you sign? Sign one player. I would like to sign, like to see us sign that Coutinho replacement. Right? We've got we've got Shakiri who can play in a certain way, we've got Timbo, uh, a Christian Eriksen, someone in that mould that can play as a as a real sort of attacking midfield. I'm not gonna say number ten, but that person that can link the top part of our midfield to those three attackers or even when we're playing three in front of them just that type of player and maybe for a bit of shits and giggles just throw in a 40 or 50 million pound no bid. no no you actually started this and said one player and you haven't <laughs> named that fucking player I just have yet you've just said that Coutinho replacement. replacement I have because if you listen carefully in that monologue there I said a Christian Eriksen type who's also got a year left on his contract yeah, so you mean Christian Eriksen go and throw in a 40 million pound bid at 
spores for Christian Eriksen. So Christian Eriksen. And it'll cause fucking ructions yeah. in the spores camp. Yeah, 100%. Upset the apple tart. Oh, what, what, what I'd like to see is... <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see us just completely dismiss the January transfer window. We do that every year, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to like keep with tradition. Just, <laughs> and last year we signed Van Dijk in no December instead no of fucking January. No one's, no one's going. No one's coming. Just turn the lights off on Melwood uh, on like the, the tiny second now, of January. Like the tiny now at five o'clock. Yeah. 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 Nah, day. done. Done. <laughs> I'm not in Ukraine this year. We'll be back in two cases. Friday from the canteen just comes out and switches off the lights in Melwood. Sorry, lads, we're done! Fuck off, guys! Fuck off, guys! She wiped! Fuck off! Purple Who would I sign? I think I would sign. It was a tough one between Dybala and Insigne. Or Dries Mertens. So I'm going to go with Dybala. Okay. I think he can operate across that front yeah. three, and I think we need that. If, if if you were asking me to sign... Like, if you were asking me to sign anyone, I'd probably pick fucking Aguero, because I think him with Salah and Mane would be amazing. But let's let's say that we're going to sign somebody outside of the Premiership. I'd sign Dybala. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to be controversial. Yeah. I want, to say, I want another centre-half. All right. I don't think that's controversial. Matt Dele. What? I want Matt Dele for my ex. McAteer. No, Max. Jason McAteer. Man, you're about fucking 20 years past at this stage. Matthias Delitz. Just worries me. Yeah, yeah. And just worries me still having Matip around, to be honest with you. But can I ask you a question? And you're free to make your choice. Would you sign him to Like, the question is to guarantee us the league. Is he the answer over, say, Kula Bali for the next six months or five months? You know where I'm coming from on this. Like Matalit, amazing prospect. Yeah. He's not the finished article. He will probably become the finished article. But is he the answer compared to putting Kula Valley beside Van Dijk and just saying that's basically just shutting off? Just, you just, just think, he's, to go I just on think he's more realistic than getting Kula Valley. He won't leave in that please enough stage. I just think. You know, but see this again. This this the one, and this is why I said one player in one position yeah. that wins you the league. It's not about the long term future. This is the one that gets you over, and that's why for me the devilment and the cunt value of going after Ericsson with spores breathing down our neck just to cause yeah, yeah. and to, to be thrown, yeah, and to be thrown enough money at him to make him want to force his way out. Oh, so it upsets the whole and enough money score. for Levy to see him see it as an actual good business prospect. Yeah, yeah and say I can't really oh, fuck. fucking turn this. Down. Cristiano Ronaldo Mero Cardi No Paul is the biggest cunt Cardi's biggest. <laughs> I think what a Cardi has actually done is probably worse well, than anything Paul would ever done, do A no. Cardi hasn't done it in football he's, he's just a cunt in life Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but is like, no uh, I'm just I just like I, I saw that spoon down his dance on the pitch uh, yesterday <laughs> beating who I don't know they were having playing, a seed. It looked like he was having a seed playing Huddersfield or how were they playing <laughs> What team was it? Huddersfield. One of those, one of those Brighton yeah, Huddersfield teams, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Brightonsfield, and um, and he's doing dancing and stuff like this. This is a team that's like the best midfielder, best midfielder in Europe, according the table. And like you know, I don't like the NFL players when they score a touchdown. It's like forty-two to nothing, and they yeah. score a touchdown, and, and they're doing a dance on the pitch. And like, just get a grip yeah. and just get on with it. You, you know, got a million for doing it that way. Yeah. Realistically, going back to the signing thing, what would the chances of getting Jaden Sancho be? Jaden, I don't think you would, but I think you might get Pulisic. But the thing, the big thing that you need to look at, you need to look at Newcastle. I think people have said, and I don't know how true it is, but I think City have. They would have first refusal. Yeah. yeah. With regards to the transfer window, 
does he bring yeah. does he bring us that level of difference that we well, don't, don't have at the can, moment? I don't think he can guarantee it. Newcastle tried to do it when they bought in a spree in January and they fucked everything. I just think yeah, we have shown that he had to come in in his Tyrannosaurus Rex costume riding the horse. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely would have put But Steve, I know what you're saying, but I think I think a spree coming to January to Newcastle that January is the equivalent of someone like Cardi coming to Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. It would be that sort of personality that would fuck things up. I think an Ericsson. I think Kula Bali. I think I don't know a fucking. You can pick whoever you want to fucking Suarez. Yeah, well, no, well, maybe, no, maybe not. That's Suarez. the answer. Let's finish it now. Suarez. We signed Suarez in January. Oh, win the league, guarantee. Actually, yeah, you, you you have the ideal swap out between yeah. Bobby and yeah. Suarez. Yeah. I just think I just imagine think him coming in and going, "I'm going to win the league now." I got to fight you all. No, I think it's, it's Lewis. Are you doing baby shark? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a rap. I think we just got the name for the podcast. Right, that's been the podcast. We're back next week. We won't start the Mondays until after next week, right? Yeah, because New Year. Whatever the New January 7th. Yeah, January 7th is the the club goes back to being the Monday that's every week. Cup night. Is it? I think it is. Well, well that's timing, isn't it? Wow. The thing, imagine we get to, we get to talk about Smignolet on the first Monday back. It'd be like 13, 14. I genuinely <laughs> play the Shankly statue of fun. It is, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, no, but listen, that, that's, a, that's a prime game, and I know we said we were rapping, but that's a prime game for Origi and, Swar- and Storage to start up Suarez. in a, t- in a two. Well, Suarez, Suarez will be signed back at that point. Get him a bit of game time. wait to see my match You're talking about Origi and Storage getting games there. You're talking about Lalana. You're talking about maybe is Gomez back at that point is he, I, don't, is he, I think it might be a little bit longer you know, but, that, but yeah. this is what you're talking about it might be so. decent game for him to get back yeah, in but, like, yeah, yeah. but this is the point you look at you look at the side that might go out in that FA Cup and this is what we're talking about a squad you look at that team that might go out in, a, in, a, in an FA Cup game you look at Sturridge and, and Origi up front you look at uh, Moreno at, at left full you look at Klein at right full Lovren and Matip as the two centre halves if Gomez is back or, or someone and, and Matip you've got Mignolet in goal you've got James Milner you've got fucking Mark whoever, in the 10 yeah yeah <laughs> but what I'm saying is that's that's a side that might yeah. have actually been playing for us a season and yeah, a half ago yeah, as our yeah. as our first yeah. choice team, yeah. and it's now our FA Cup team. And yeah. have you seen the BT? Have you seen the BT advert for the FA Cup? Yeah, where the big no. where the big inflatable FA Cup comes along in the office, and because someone is diminishing the importance of the cup, they put the tie in the in the shredder. They were based on actual events of someone coming into your office, Phil, because you are. The biggest FA Cup hater that's out there. I hate it. I literally, if, if we we'll cover the what FA the Cup match, do you know what we're going to do? Instead of watching the match, we're going to play it on FIFA. That's how much the FA Cup match. We're going to play 45 minutes a half <laughs> on, of FIFA. FIFA. on FIFA and yeah. then stream it live. Stream it live so you can watch that instead of watching the FA Cup game. Yeah. The, FA Cup, the FA Cup <laughs> is a humongous steaming bag of shit <laughs> that deserves to be pissed on. That's what it is, right? Oh, sorry, going back to the thing. We can't forget the City and Spurs both have two extra games in January each because they're both in the semi-final oh, of yeah. the League Yes, Cup. they do, actually, yeah. And, and Chelsea is... Chelsea, Chelsea is yeah. the Spurs Chelsea one, Spurs, yeah, so yeah. That's not so, and, and, and they will, they will a, go for that. Pochettino wants a cup. They yeah. will go for that, And it's for not that, like yeah. he's playing against fucking, you know, yeah. Brighton and Hove Albion. 
Right. It's all falling that, into place. That's isn't it? A, that, so it's that was wrapped. So we're back Monday, we're back Sunday next week, and then we're back. To, we start on the Mondays following that, and then yeah, just it. just on that one, Phil, you were saying it's going to be every Monday night, yep. religiously, same time, same night. Of course, yep. it is. No, it is. <laughs> it is. Well, we're in a position now whereby we've three or four people that can 18, host. So eight, there's no eighteen reason. minutes after we say we're going to go live because it is Dublin time. Remember that. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, that's it. That's the wrap. That was Stephen Daly. It was Ray Dickinson. It was Gar Brain in the sun's top. That's why he couldn't think. It was Stephen Brown <coughs> in his uh, Raiders hat. And of course it is me, Phil Casey Housen. So that's it. The Bunch Club is done. Good afternoon. It is afternoon. Yeah. Champions of 2018. If you're snacking on anything but tasty cake, you're making a huge miss cake. A fistful of chocolate-covered raisins? Miss Cake. A spoonful of peanut butter? Bigger Miss Cake. Or the worst Miss Cake of all? Your kid's Halloween candy. And it's May. If it's not Tasty Cake, it's a Miss Cake. Because nothing satisfies like a perfectly sweet butterscotch crimpet. Or rich and creamy chocolate peanut butter candy cake. Tasty Cake. Except no substitutes. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wines and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.